It seems as though it's one that's set to get off to quite a vibrant start, start given the uh, investment stance that's been taken by Sanral. Sanral, 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 Sanral. Yeah, certainly. We, we closed about 77 tenders uh, late in December. Uh, following our advertisement of uh, tenders uh, again late in November. So we are on an accelerated path uh, to get some more work into the construction sector early in this first quarter of 2024. Those 77 tenders are evaluated to be awarded in the next couple of weeks to the value of 6.4 billion rand. So we're quite excited and we think the industry uh, or the sector should be equally excited that there will be such a lot of work coming into the market early early in the year. Mm. Two questions that many South Africans might ask is, firstly, why the delay uh, in the issuing of these tenders and infrastructure investment? Uh, let's start there. We, we had to cancel uh, quite a number of tenders that we had advertised during, during uh, most of 2023 as a result of legal challenges that we had uh, with the uh, with the construction sector and really the contention was the scoring criteria we wanted to use uh, to evaluate preferential procurement mm. uh, those challenges uh, persisted for months uh, towards the end of the year the board decided to withdraw the policy cancel all the tenders that were advertised on it here to close However, with a mandate that the management team must re-advertise these tenders, uh, move them through to awards on an accelerated basis. So really, most of 2023, the tenders that were out were affected by legal challenges. We withdrew the policy uh, that was uh, the result of those legal challenges. We put up a new policy. We consulted. It was accepted on the back of which we advertise 86 tenders, 77 of those closed, and we are evaluating to award them during the first quarter of this financial year. And there's more, of course, uh, that we are, we we intend also uh, putting out another se- uh, 70 tenders uh, to the market uh, in the next couple of weeks, uh, again with the intention of closing them on an accelerated basis. So there's quite a lot of work we want to dish out, mm-hmm. in all, uh, by March, uh, I want to have uh, about 28 billion rand worth of tenders uh, in the market. However, some will not be closed. It uh, will be closed uh, towards April when we enter the new financial year. Got you. The second question I was going to ask, because typically when South Africans hear tenders in con- terms of construction and uh, the huge sums of money that you've quoted is a concern around governance. And uh, in your earlier response, you mentioned uh, issuing new policies and, and, and bettering the frameworks to better manage governance. Help us understand how this has been critical to make sure that there, for lack of a better word, won't be any sense of financial malfeasance or corruption uh, with the issuing and, and, and monitoring and the rollout of these tenders. Yeah, no, thanks for that question. Sandral is a 25-year organization, and uh, throughout the entire 25 years, it has always used an open tender a tender system. It has been very successful. You will also note that it's probably one of the only uh, few entities, uh, SOEs, that was not dragged into the Zondo Commission mm-hmm. uh, to discuss it capture. So our processes have been very clean, very transparent, very fair. 
our projects are always on time and within budget uh, because our contracting methodologies are internationally recognized. We have very qualified uh, project managers who track these projects and monitor expenditure as well as the quality of the execution. You can see the quality of execution when you drive throughout our national roads in the country and uh, they speak for themselves. So uh, South Africans should really not worry about tenders. It's a very well-established system in Sandra that is 25 years old already. So we're not reinventing the wheel. We're staying on the same path. The issue around policy that was uh, of a challenge was uh, when you start really wanting to deepen transformation. How do you measure transformation? A black ownership, the level of subcontracting that we wanted to see increasing. Mm. Those were the contentious. And we believe uh, National Treasury through the procurement uh, bill that is going through Parliament will be providing a framework for all SOEs to follow. So we, 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 we're just waiting for that as well to look at how we take transformation forward. Mm. I'm glad you mentioned that because that obviously is a, a quite a significant contributor, not only to economic growth, um, um, but also the advancement of our economy and, and, and human capital development. Also ensuring that out funds, 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 yeah, I think in essence for us, uh, when we talk about trying to deepen transformation, is we want to see uh, more black-owned construction companies graduating into major construction companies in the country. We want to see more smaller grade entities. Uh, you use a, a CIDB grading of one to nine. We want to see more of those lower grade CIDB companies really getting more work and graduating to become major construction companies. And we think the best way to measure that is to have a direct see-through to black ownership as well as black beneficiaries. Currently, we use the B scorecard level, level one up to level eight. Yes, of course, um, and not to discredit that, it has worked very well, but we are not sure to what extent we are seeing transformation and benefits flowing uh, to black people. The second element is really around subcontracting. We derive a lot of value uh, and we make sure that the economics flow through into local economies, local uh, local SMEs, wherever our projects cut through. Our roads are nationally across all nine provinces. So wherever our projects are, we want to see that there's value that is flowing through to SMMEs, local contractors, mm-hmm. and we do that via subcontracting. We wanted to increase that level from 30% to at least 40%. We found some resistance along that, but these are issues that we need to have a debate on as a country, that to what extent do we depend transformation? How do we measure that in a way that there is consensus around the subject? As Sandra, we believe we were just uh, victims of being early movers, And so we will follow the debate that is taking place in Parliament. We will consult nationally and broadly to establish a new framework that will be acceptable and not be challenged going forward.
100%. What I also appreciate about your background and, of course, uh, the moves that you've made uh, through your leadership at Sanral over this uh, past year uh, is the fact that you you have consulted extensively uh, to, to find out what the best opportunities are to explore, but also uh, the best means within which to conduct business. And uh, as you've mentioned earlier, you, you, you had to review the processes of some of these operations. And typically, when it comes to infrastructure investment and development, many have said that triple uh, P, uh, pri- public-private partnerships have often worked best. Help us understand how through this particular tender system and the remaining tenders that you hope to close by the end of March, uh, if, if this will still be a consideration, just to ensure that there's uh, adequate execution of these uh, uh, investments um, uh, and a quick turnaround time. Yes, indeed. Um, uh, we, we want, we have not completely removed uh, uh, transformation as well as preferential procurement. What we have simply uh, done is uh, we have withdrawn the policy that was um, uh, moving, introducing much higher thresholds uh, for that, subcontracting 40%, for example, B ownership 51% and all of that. And we have gone back to what was there, subcontracting, we have retained it at 30%. Um, and of course, we are still using the B level scorecards. Mm-hmm. So these are issues that were there. Uh, uh, prior to the policy we were trying to introduce. However, as I said, the intention for us is that we need to see more deepened transformation. We need to inc- see increased threshold. However, we do agree that it's not something that we can impose unilaterally. It's a conversation we must have uh, with the sector. It's a conversation we must have as a country mm. uh, as to how do we make sure that we are building an inclusive economy? We are leaving way too many people at the bottom behind. And I think it's not good for democracy. It is not good for a sector. There's more work to be done. There is more care that can be cut and divided into more people. And Sandra wants to ensure that equity as well as um, equity, as well as the sharing of the cake amongst more people is really to build an inclusive South Africa. 100%. Uh, Mr. Dimana, let's get to the, some of the exciting parts of uh, the conversation and, of course, the breakdown of the uh, more than 1,040 bids uh, in terms of uh, national contracts, uh, regional roads and, and other aspects as to where we will see this capital being invested and essentially this uh, investment in, in, in rollout, being rolled out for us as South Africans uh, uh, when we witness it next time we're on the highways and byways and freeways of the country. Yes, certainly our we operate through four regional offices. So uh, the work we are looking at is spread across the, the, the entire country. Uh, in the Western region with Western Cape and Northern Cape, uh, that is getting uh, its own share of, uh, its own share of uh, uh, contracts. I think if I were to look at um, uh, some, of the, some of the values uh, that uh, I have seen, uh, probably some 500, 600 million going into uh, into that area. Uh, if you look at the southern region, the southern region uh, is really the Eastern Cape. That is getting 2.8 billion uh, rand worth of a contract. Mm. If you, I said Western region is 600 million. Eastern region, which is Free State and KZN, it's getting 2.1 billion. So. Eastern region, southern region, which is Free State, KZN, and Eastern Cape, they do get the major allocation of the work. As you can imagine, a lot of projects, end to wild coast type of projects, end to entry expansion are taking place in those provinces. And of course, in the inland, you have uh, 
Gauteng, Limpopo, and Limpumalanga, they are also getting just over half a billion rand of uh, worth of contract. But all in all, when we've done the full rollout of the additional contract we're going to dish out, you're talking about dividing 28 billion rand across the entire uh, country uh, in all provinces. So we really try and make sure that even provincially, we are distributing uh, the type of work and tenders uh, equitably so that we don't leave any part of the country feeling that we are not looking after that network in their area. Mm, 100% to ensure that there is uh, equitable distribution and investment here. Mr. Dimana, as we know with infrastructure projects, you've mentioned you want to close off these contracts or tenders by the end of March. Um, uh, when can we expect the rollout and the actual, uh, I guess, execution of infrastructure development and road network upgrades to take place from? Uh, is there a clear timeline? Yes, most definitely. Um, uh, the way the way our process works is that um, the tenders we advertise and we close and we are awarding now uh, should uh, will then take uh, between three and four months uh, uh, where the contractors are doing what we call mobilization. They are setting up shop in different areas in different roads where they need to work. They are consulting with the local communities and all of that to make sure that we also employ locals and we identify these subcontractors that I've mentioned. Um, and so we expect that most of this work will already be taking place around uh, about April, May. Uh, you will realize that last year we did a, a similar thing uh, in the last quarter of the year, that is January to March 2023. We awarded some 22 billion rand worth of contract. Those contracts were now are now uh, uh, in construction. They are creating jobs on the ground, and they started doing that from round about April, May, June, July. So wherever you see a lot of uh, a construction taking place on the roads today within the national roads, those are things that we would have awarded uh, in the beginning of the year between January and March. So that's how we work. We award now to make sure that in the rest of the year, those contracts are now starting construction and they are creating jobs on the ground. That's a typical cycle. 100%. Mr. Dimana, we'll be sure next time when we see these developments taking place on the road to monitor them, to congratulate them, to encourage them uh, to do so effectively. And uh, we also look forward to hearing your feedback in the months to come, not only on the progress report, but also uh, just on clarity uh, and, and further guidance on the governance efforts that have been prioritized here, given that that's a, a sensitive spot typically that many South Africans do have. Uh, but we appreciate your efforts and looking forward to the feedback and outcome that you can share with us. Thank you. Thank you. If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.